Warren Buffett once said, the more you learn, the more you earn. Warren Buffett, one of the wealthiest humans on the planet, is famous for reading more than five hours every day. Bill Gates reads one book per week. Mark Cuban, three hours a day. Oprah, well, she's just obsessed with books. Notice the common theme here? Successful people never stop learning. You're trying to get your freedom. You're trying to learn how to read. You're trying to escape. Uh-uh. It's Saturday and it's 8 a.m., folks. It's that time. Time for the 8 a.m. Blog Talk Book Club. Let's go, folks. It's time to stimulate the mind. Time to hear thought-provoking words. When we read, your imagination improves. You become smarter. It reduces the stress. Yes, that's right. It reduces the stress. Let's go, folks. Okay, good morning, everybody. It's Tony Fleming. This is our 8 a.m. book club call. We do this call every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Central, and 5 a.m. Pacific. And on this particular call, we talk about a particular book. We call it the book of the moment, not the book of the month, because we always go over 30 days, and uh, so we want to make sure that we're actually in the moment. And actually got a new book coming up. We're going to start on next Saturday. I think I'm going to start on the day, though. I really gonna, I'm just going to try to read a, one paragraph or a couple of paragraphs from the day, but, you know, we're really going to get on it next Saturday. But I want to wrap up the book that we've been reading, which is Success, The Glenn Bland Method, How to Set Goals and Make Plans That Really Work. Um, excellent book. book came out in the 70s, I think 1972. I mean, we've read books from the 50s, uh, from the 40s. I think the science of getting rich was in the 30s or something like that. I don't know, maybe the 40s, the science of getting rich. But we've read a lot of, of the older books, and I think uh, a lot of those books, man, are straight to the point. You know, it's kind of cut out all the fat. Uh, some of the newer books that kind of talk the same language, you know, add a little fat in there, kind of cover up, I guess, that, <laughs> that they got it from that book, so they kind of add a little you know, a little fat, which is good. I mean, all, I mean, all books are good to me. All thought-provoking, all uh, personal development, all, you know, mindset books are great. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't read any other books, too, because, you know, you can read a, a lot of different books because reading, to me, is uh, it takes you places that, you know, and you can stay in one place and go other places. So reading is great. You know, I, I read a lot of uh, autobiographies, which I hadn't read any lately. Now, I take that back. I wish, you know, if y'all know, a great autobiography. I want one that uh, I think that's the right way. Is bi- I mean, autobiography is one that the person did, right? The biography is something when somebody's talking about that person. I think, I think the autobiographies. Those are man, those are great books to read because um, you got that person telling their life story. Uh, any suggestions on any of those? If y'all have, you know, text me or you know, give me the information on social media or something because I hadn't read any good ones lately really hadn't read any lately so but yeah we are that's what we do on this call and uh hopefully you know people are getting the book and hopefully people read you know we got three kind of book club members now you got <laughs> we got the book club member who just buys the book and you got them stacked at your house they crispy i mean crispy they look brand new you ain't you hadn't cracked it open hadn't marked it up hadn't highlighted anything in it 
you might be buying it online now, so you got it on your iPad. <laughs> Man, I tell you, I, I'm gonna have to get used to doing something like that. But my fingers, every time I touch something, it just goes all kind of places everywhere. It just it angers me. So I, I'm sticking with the traditional book. Plus, I want to own it. I want to have it. I want to have it that I can look at. And uh, you know, I'm gonna tell you, some of these books gonna be worth more than what. You, well, I'm gonna say more than what you got from it. But they're going to be worth some money later on uh, just to have an original copy of that. Matter of fact, I have an original copy of a signed book of uh, I can't say I'm waiting on the man to, to leave us, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to even say that. But it's a signed book. It's a book uh, of a guy's life story. He signed it, and uh <laughs> It's worth something now, but, you know, later on it's going to be worth a lot more. I actually saw him in Vegas um, at a bookstore, and he was doing a book signing. So, uh, but, yeah, so we're going to, um, you know, finish up success today. And we also are on a uh, podcast platform. We're on 16 different podcast platforms. We're not a podcast. This book club is not a podcast. So if you listen and you say, man, that dude needs some mics and he needs some better quality, no, it's a conference call that we're loading on the podcast platform because we want people to reach to get it. You know, it's convenient when you put it on a podcast platform, easy access. You can grab it. You can listen to the replay. You can share it. You can do those things. So not a podcast, but it's on 16 different platforms. It's on iTunes, Apple, uh, Spotify. I got I have a number of people like the Spotify uh, – I don't know. I mean, they said why. Well, I can't remember. But, I mean, it seemed like everybody said, I like I like – listen to them on Spotify. But, um, and so you can go listen to them at any time. You can share them. You can do uh, a lot of things with them. And uh, if you if you go to, to any of them, just put Tony Fleming in mindset, it'll come up. If you got a challenge doing that, if you technology challenge, just send me a text at 678-644-4541, and I'll send you the link. And it'll be simple. It'll be right there on your, in your message. On your phone, you can always go back to it and check out all the, uh, I think it's 150 of them now. Um, you can listen to them and share them and do all that kind of stuff. All right, so let's get started. We're going to, like I said, wrap up success. And I'm probably going to jump right into the trick, to, trick. The trick to money is having some. Shoot, the trick to money is saying <laughs> the name of the book. That's the trick to money, <laughs> saying the name of the book. But all right, so. Toward the end of the book, he says here, he says, uh, decide what you really want from life, then go after it. And you are never too old or too young. I think that's a challenge that we have because we have some people that's on this call that are, uh, that are very mature, very mature. We really don't have a lot of younger individuals. When I say younger, I'm talking about 20 to 30 I don't think we really have a lot. I don't think we have any of them. I don't know. But, see, that's the goal now. The goal should be to try to get some of these. I know you said, well, um, young folks now are not reading or whatever. It's some still reading. And your goal should be to get them to read. You know, don't let them stop reading because of what's happening out here on social media and all this other stuff. Man, don't ever let that happen. You just got to (laughs) – People got to constantly feed your mind. You got to feed your mind and starve your doubts. If you're not feeding your mind, where are you getting your new information from? I mean, just think about it. Let's say, just take a person who just doesn't read. 
I hadn't read in a while. Just I hadn't read a book in a while. I hadn't read anything. All right, so where are you getting your information from? Uh, you're getting it from, you know, uh, CNN, uh, Fox News. You're getting it from the movies. You're getting it from, uh, you know, Netflix. You're getting it from your friends and neighbors and your pastor or, or your church. Uh, but you're not getting, I mean, because, you know, older books has new information in it. Because a lot of this stuff that we read, some people, you never even heard of it. I know when I when I start reading a lot of thought-provoking books, it was amazing that, you know, you know stuff that I heard in there. It, and it was like, and I, this is what I said to myself. I don't know if you guys said it. I said, now this information has been around since 1940, 1950, 1960. I'm just getting to it to read it. It's been in books. Now, I, I didn't hear about this in the school system. I didn't hear about it, in, you know, in college or even in corporate America. And not saying that, you know, people in corporate America wouldn't read these books, but guess what? They wouldn't share that information with me. Matter of fact, they were using it against me. And not just against me intentionally, but you, they were using it to win, and I never even knew about the information. So when I started reading this stuff, I'm like, man, this stuff been on the shelf, and it's been people using this to have success, and I had no clue about it. Nobody I knew had a clue about it. Nobody I knew walked around with a book that we we were reading. No, it, it wasn't that. You know, it was like, hey, we threw we threw with school. We're not learning anymore. We're not reading anything. We don't need to read nothing else, which is really crazy. And I see that's how the world is going too. So, you know, you ought to try to get some people on here, uh, some of the younger. This is how you do it, though. Technology, share, send it to their phone. Send one or two of these uh, calls, whether it's a mindset call or a book club, to their phone. Say, hey, check this out. Tell me what you think. They might not even listen. They might listen later on. They might, they might ignore it. They might hear it and say, I don't like it. But you just dropped a seed. You just dropped another seed. Send them another one until they, <laughs> until they text you back and say, you know, stop sending me that. If they don't ever do that, keep feeding it to them because it's simple to do. I mean, that's if you're trying to help people because you never know what's going to happen if they listen to one of them or two of them. I know for for a fact with me at a younger age, uh, when I first started hearing stuff like this or reading books, it was refreshing to me. Now, I didn't know where to go look for it. And matter of fact, I wasn't looking for it. I was having a good time. I was partying. But it interrupted me. You know how they say, what's that? It'd be, it'd be an interrupter. You know, it interrupted me. The audios interrupted me when I walked in my boss's office at AT&T. And he was listening to Earl Nightingale. That was an interrupter for me. Uh, you know, somebody sent me a book like, uh, well, when, when my mentor at the time gave me a book called As a Man Thinketh, that interrupted me. You know what I'm saying? And, and it, it's not like, I don't think he even thought whether he's going to read it or not. You know, he just said, I'm going to give it to you and you check it out. So what I'm saying to you guys, you know, start touching bases with some, you know, some folks that, in their 20s and early 30s that probably don't even know these books exist. Not probably, they don't. They don't even know that these books can help them. They don't even know the, the thought processes that are in the books. you got access now just with a touch, a click, to share with them. Tell what you think about this. See, what, Listen to this. You know. They might say, it's, you know, it's garbage. But you just plant a seed. And you keep planting them seeds, and then you don't. Now, a lot of times we don't do that for selfish reasons because we really don't care. You know how folks say, 
<laughs> when I leave this earth, I'm spending up all my money, and I ain't leaving nothing for nobody. I'll be gone, and I ain't thinking about nobody. That's that's sad, but we got generations of generations of people who've done that. You know what I'm saying? You get then you got other generations of other individuals who've left money, and so th- their family didn't start at zero, or they left information that could change their life. So their mindset was different when they started off. But, you know, if you got that old selfish, you know, I'm, I'm going to be gone. I ain't trying to help nobody. <laughs> Man, get away from that, though. But he says, look, you're never too old or too young to begin. Action makes dreams be, become a reality. You know, you always hear the story of when Colonel Sanders was 63 or something, and, you know, um my man with McDonald's, Ray Kroc was 53, Ray Kroc was sick, had diabetes, uh, and Ray Kroc had, you know, he was struggling. It wasn't like, you know, he was doing good and then, you know, he ran across a McDonald's and, you know, and bought it. It, it was, he was struggling. As a matter of fact, even when he saw the idea of it, he tried to sell the idea to the McDonald's owners. They They didn't get it. They had small dreams. And so even while he was struggling at 53, he still had this thought process of being success, being a big success. He still had this thought process of, you know, doing something that could change lives. You know, because if you watch the story in the movie, you saw how he just, you know, it was, it was, it was uh, all chips in. You know, put the mortgage up. Everything is win big or lose it all. At, at fifty three, that's what he was. He was like, man, you know, I, I rather, I rather go down shooting than to just, you know, what's the saying? Um, I rather be going after my dream every single day and losing than to be winning on something that, that I really don't care about. Now I just messed that up, but I. <laughs> That's not how the quote goes, but it does go like that. That's not the exact quote. I put it that way. That's not the exact quote, but that's what it says. I rather, I rather, you know, go out with everything, hustling every day, and not even winning, not even having any points. But I'm going toward the things that I want, than to have some points and something. And that's how most people operate. Well, I'll take these points over here and, and something that I really don't care about. Really don't. I'm just doing it because it's, you know, it's paying me. And, you know, it ain't my dream or goal, but if I go after my dream or goal, it's going to be hard and, you know, I ain't going to make it and, you know, and people are going to laugh at me and they're going to talk about You know, they talked about Ray Kroc, man. They talked about him so bad. Because you understand, Ray Kroc at 53 had been trying to make some things happen, you know, for the last 20 years. I mean, the funniest thing to me in the whole movie and, it, you know, it was a lot of scenes in there, but the one that I grabbed the most was when he walked, when he went, and if you saw the, if you saw, you understand what I'm saying, but some of y'all didn't see it. You're like, what are you talking about? Um, but it's called The Founder. And when he sat down at the at the bank with this guy and he was pitching, you know, um, he was trying to get some money, I guess. I can't remember exactly what it was for, but it was something to do uh Oh, yeah, he was trying to get more money because he had talked to the founders of McDonald's, and they wouldn't give him any more money. He was asking. He said, look, just give me, you know, 2% more. 
because I got something big going on here. They they didn't see it. He said, just give me 2 or 3% more. Just I just need a little bit more to keep going. And they didn't see it. So he went to the bank. He was trying to get a little bit more money to keep his the plan going. And uh, <laughs> the guy at the bank said, uh, he looked at him. He said, uh, uh, don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> and he turned his head. He said, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, you don't know me. <laughs> Because, see, he had been in that bank two or three times before trying to get money on some other business ventures, on other opportunities that he had tried. You know how some of y'all say, well, I can't go back to my friends because, you know, I tried something else. Well, he had tried two, three, four, five things. He had tried a lot of things. He had been sitting right there at that bank where they rejected him before and before and before. So he was going back, and that dude said, I don't know you. <laughs> he turned his head to the side like, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I haven't been here. <laughs> But, you know, that's somebody who had uh, a dream and a goal and never looked at it as him being too old. That's what some of y'all say, I'm I'm done. No, you're not. You're never too old or too young, he says to begin. Action makes dream become reality, but you got to decide on something that you want. You know, most of the time when I sit down with people, we do a game plan. Most people don't even know what they want. And I think it's based on what they believe they can have. That's why we don't want a lot of things, because we don't believe we can have it. But it's not, the, the saying, I mean, the statement is not whether you can have it or not. It says, decide what you really want. You know, it's kind of like the same thing when we do when we, uh, you know, contact people or don't contact people about what we're doing. We kind of prejudge it. We'll say, well, I'm not going to call, you know, Susan because she's a, attorney and she's making a lot of money but you don't know what's going on in susan's life susan might need something to change her life she might be maxed out you know man it's it's, it's so many attorneys out here now <laughs> you know what I'm saying? you know they're not it's so many out here on the streets they might need something else so you don't contact susan because you don't believe that she would need this same thing you don't write down what you really want because you don't believe you can get it the statement is not what you believe you can get. The statement is, what do you want? See, you write down what you want. You, you go after it. Then you, you know, that's not your job to figure out whether you you can get it or not. You just need to go for it. That's the hardest thing for people to see because we keep visualizing, you know, where we came from. We keep visualizing the people we know. We keep visualizing the stuff that we heard. We keep hearing the stuff that we heard over and over. You know that. You know, that's crazy for you to try that. You shouldn't do this. Nobody I know in my neighborhood ever done. You know, all that kind of stuff that we hear over and over. And my thing has always been, if one person has done it, then, you know, somebody else can do it. All right, so he says here, time control combined with hard work and action and built on the firm foundation of belief are the vital elements of happy and successful life. You must be willing to pay that price, though. Time control combined with hard work and action and built on the firm foundation of belief are vital elements. Belief. See, that that's another thing. We go back, well, it's really the same thing. I just said the same thing is that we we don't believe a lot of things that we want, so we don't go for it. Now, I'm going to tell you this, a lot of that comes from your environment. 
A lot of it came from my environment. A lot of things. That's why I started separating myself at a younger age and started realizing, look, this is the truth. I didn't have anybody around me. My partners, we had a good time. You know, when I was 28, you know, we hung out, had a good time, looked good, smelled good. We were broke, though. But we talked a good game, a lot of us. And But I didn't have anybody around me that could help instill the belief in me. And I didn't have the belief. You know, I talked a good game. You know, we all talk a good game. You get around some of your partners right now, they talk a good game. Oh, they talk a good game. Man, some, we have some partners, man, that just talk. Ooh. I had a partner, man, I just I hadn't seen him in years. I just talked to a friend of mine about him. And uh, I used to get around him just to hear him talk a good game. But, but I knew he was lying, but it was just amazing to me, you know, what he would say and how he would say it. <laughs> I mean, literally, he would just, you know, we, talk, we, we know how to talk a good game. But what I realized that those people wouldn't, that wasn't going to instill belief in me. So I separated and started reading books. And books became, and, and I know some people say, well, Tony, everybody can't do that. I understand. Everybody can't pivot. Everybody can't switch gears. I did. I still can remember where I was. I see, I can see the apartment right now that I was living in. I can see where I parked my car, and I would walk down that little sidewalk, and what I would do is I would creep. This is crazy. I would kind of creep when I got to the steps where my apartment was because where I lived directly across from me was my boys, and they, they used to be over there partying and drinking all the time. I used to be right there with them. So when I started coming up the stairs, I would creep, literally, to get in the door of my apartment so they wouldn't hear me because if they heard me, it was, hey, you know. <laughs> so I would creep in there, close the door, lock it, and and if they came and knocked on the door, because I, I was tired of telling them, you know, I, I, I ain't hanging out with y'all no more. You know, it got to a point where, you know, they they would just, you know, grab me. Come on, man. You know, so me saying that was, was not working anymore. So I just had to ignore So I would creep in. I mean, I'm talking about, I see it right now, creep in. I had a Maxima. That Maxima was sharp, too, man. It was, it was loaded. Charcoal gray, tinted windows. Had the bowl system. <laughs> And so I would creep in there, close the door, and lock it. And so when they knocked on the door, they would see my car there. But they, I guess they had an assumption that I may I had a, a girl in there or something because I wouldn't answer the door. But I was in there reading. I know that, I know that sounds crazy to most people. <laughs> but I had to have some friends that gave me belief, and those books gave me belief. It really did. I, I pivot. You know what I'm saying? I had to change the way I was doing things, and I had to – and they became my best friends, and still to this day, probably. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so you can you can get the belief, but you got to work on it. You got to work on it. Now, I can tell you this: you know, not not reading any um, thought provoking mindset books, not not hanging in the right environment with people, um, not monitoring what you watch and listen to. You're not gonna have belief. Because this world is built to kick doubt to you. That's the whole thing. Is that is is not that's that's what it's all about. Fear and doubt. Fear and doubt. That's what the news does. That's what you know. Most stuff out here does that. You have to, in order for you to have belief in in yourself, and you got to create. You got to create that environment. You have to create that environment. 
And that's why, you know, it's, it's well, that's not the, the reason, but it's one of the reasons that it's so few people have a lot of success. I mean, really, if you look at the numbers in America and look at the, the incomes and you look at, you know, what a person considers success, it's, it's a few people having success. It really is, because besides, if you're not intentionally programming yourself through books like this or audios and stuff like that, the stuff that you're getting in is fear and doubt, if you were to break it down. Stuff that you hear is fear and doubt, and it keeps you from, you know, attempting anything. It keeps you from hustling. It keeps you from, you know, Ray Kroc was a different type dude. Everybody's not like that. You always have exceptions to the rule. You always have some some anomalies, some people who stick out who just, you know, that they are different type individuals. Everybody's not like that. All right, a few couple of points. Then I'm going to jump. I'm going to see if I can. All right, dog. It's 8.30. <laughs> I'm gonna wrap that up. I'm gonna wrap that book up. All right, we're done with success. We're done with it. We're done. Let me jump right into Stuart Wiles' "The Trick to, to Money Is Having Some," and I want to read a couple of paragraphs. We're gonna wrap that up. Check this out. Now, this is this is powerful. Um, he says, "Money is a thought form. It's a symbol of energy, and as such, it has no real intrinsic value. It is neither good nor bad, positive or negative." I know some of y'all said, "No, it's good." <laughs> it's real good. It is impartial. The guy who wrote that money is the root of all evil, I know some people say, well, that ain't what he said, you know. He said the love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, he says, but the guy who said that money is the root of all evil just flat out didn't have any. You can't make it through the physical plane without it, meaning that if you go to the grocery store, they want money. You go to, you know, you use your cell phone, they're going to want money. You know, you buy clothes, they want money. Uh, you get a car, they want money. You turn your lights on, they want money. You you know, you turn the oven on, they want money. Everybody wants money. So you got to have it. He says, whereas sometimes the love of money can cause people to become evil and weird, is the fact that without money, you cannot be free. Poverty is restriction. Wow. Poverty is restriction. I mean, you can't do certain things. And you're in poverty, mainly you do is just turn the television on. It's funny that when you're people in poverty, they pay that cable bill, though. <laughs> they gonna pay that cable bill, without a doubt. <laughs> you paying that cable bill. Because they're going to see that that's their entertainment. That's most folks, when you're in poverty, that's the entertainment. So, all right, he says, if you were to carefully analyze the feelings of a tramp, you know, you know, a tramp, a bomb, um, you know, somebody who just, you know, a tramp. <laughs> Y'all thinking about something else, but no, you know, a bomb. If you compare that to a mega millionaire, you say, well, how do you do that? He says, okay, you would be amazed to find only a very slight variation in each, I mean, in how each feels about abundance. A bomb, a dude on the streets, compared to a mega millionaire, he says it's a slight variation on how they feel about abundance. He says, then if you look at the people you know, 
Here we go. This is what I'm talking about right here. Look at the people you know, people you grew up with, the people that you're around right now, and compare the success to the failures, you will again find that the difference between them is only that of a thought form. Is what you're thinking. Remember I said in business is not what you're saying, it's what you think. That's what people say, well, I need to know what to say. No, you need to know how to think. See, when you know how to think, then you're going to know what to say. That's a difference. That's a big difference. The successful ones often start off as failures, and then one day they change their minds, they change their minds, they change their mindset, and never look back. They change their thoughts. They change how they are. Because, see, when you change your thoughts, you change your actions. And when you change your actions, you change your life. And you never look back. But it starts with your thoughts. It starts with your, your mindset. It starts with, uh, you know, your whole thought process, your paradigm. Your paradigm, that's, that's, that's it. That's what we're talking about all the time, is we've got to shift that. So he says here, the whole trick to money is having some. He said, there's really nothing else to it. That might sound a bit glib, but only to a person who doesn't have any money. If you have money, you will know that how you got it was by having it. You know, it's that feeling that you have. Once you get it, it's like you have that that feeling of it's 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 a different. See, what he's saying is the trick to money is having some. Meaning that once you get some, now I'm not talking about you know you made you know a few dollars here, a few dollars there. That's not what I'm talking about. But he's saying once you get some, it's, it's the trick to it is that it's going to come, you know, you're going to keep getting it. That's how they said the rich keep getting rich and the poor keep getting poor. That's a thought process. And that thought process you have once you start acquiring money and having more money coming in, you have a you have a it's like the same with, with success. And like I know when I was working for AT&T, um, I remember um, – Shoot, uh, I, the first uh, company meeting they had in New Orleans I went to, it was a you know a regional meeting, and this guy, I can't think of this guy's name, but, you know, it was probably about, you know, three, 400 people in this room, and they, they were, you know, giving out, you know, awards. And this guy, this was in 1990, and he got, for the month, he made a $9,000 check. Man. I just, I mean, I, my mouth was wide open. I said, you made $9,000 in 30 days? You made $9,000 this month? This 1990? He said, yep. And he said it so calmly that I looked at him and said, man, you got to show me, tell me, how'd you do that? I mean, what'd you do? And we talked one day, and, and I realized that all he did was what we were supposed to do. Remember I told you we got a training, and and, uh, and then when we came back from training, 
it was 10 people in our office. About three of us went and did it. Everybody else sat in the office because they were scared to talk to people. But when I started doing it and started making money there, I started making more, and I started making more because it was my belief, and it was how I thought about it. That's why he said the trick to money is having some. Now, 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 there's another process that we need to talk about too, but we don't have time today. <laughs> so stop. We don't have time today, but we're gonna we're gonna start with that book next week, uh, and we're gonna talk about the feeling that you have when you have it that will keep other to keep it coming in. It's that thought process. It's that. It's the way you feel about it compared to when you don't have it. It's a thought process that you have. Because if you keep saying the name of that title, that book, you'll, it'll, it'll click for you. Because I know when people first hear it, they think, oh, that's a unique name, and that's a sharp, and that's a, you know, like a great name or whatever. But no, if you keep saying the trick to money is having some, and you keep thinking about what he meant by that, it's going to click. You know, it's going to click. That's just it. it but we'll talk about it next Saturday. All right. Uh, hold on one second. Let me see here. Somebody text me. Let me see if I got a question before we wrap up here. Um, no. <laughs> you laughing. Okay. <laughs> hold on one second. Let me see if I can upload some stuff right quick. All right. So uh, the day is Saturday. So this is the day that we, we, we uh, get our Subway lunch. Subway need to, I'm going to tell Subway to, to uh, they're going to like, no, nah, you ain't got enough people. <laughs> we need more people. Let's see here. What am I doing? Okay. Need more people. All right, so today, you know, we, we give our cash, if you can think of the song. We're actually going to cash up you today. You know, during the week, we got to build up. But today, you get the cash today. And we're going to do like five songs, $10 each, so you get $50. Somebody can get off. All 50 of you, you know, if you bold. No, not bold, but if you got the skills, <laughs> you can get all 50. got to have that confidence, though. You got to have that belief. Mark be getting on here thinking he's going to get all 50. Y'all y'all been, y'all been kind of cooling Mark off for a minute, huh? <laughs> y'all ain't going to let him get all of it. All right, so here we go. Let's see here. Is that on there? Yes, yeah, on there. I think. Let's see here. Okay, I'm gonna start off with some of the uh, <laughs> some of the more mature people on the call today. So, look, this song, this song uh, was man. It's in the summer, this was a summer song here. This was the song in the summer <laughs> back in the day. All right, here we go. You know, we, we're going to stop having Bar- Barbara McGriff play because <laughs> my, I think Barbara paying some bills with this money. She get she, she get this money every week. She like it's out here. I'm gonna get it. I mean, I can pay some with this these few dollars here. Dang, Barbara, you don't give him a chance to even hear the song. 
So that that's a uh, cooling off mark for the sake of love, but no, it's cooling out. Isaac, brother. Somebody keep a count of So that's $10 for Barbara. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see here. All right, here we go. Tanya coming on 
you answered my phone, you must be a new person. She about to take all y'all money today. Y'all ain't even heard the song. Tell you, I got to have it. So she got another 10 here. That's Tears for Fears.
about your friends? You go. <laughs> what about your friends? All right, so Tanya got thirty dollars. Is that thirty? She got thirty. That can't be. She got twenty. No, what she got? Let me see. Wow, Tanya got thirty. Barbara got ten. Come on, Mark. So we're gonna be looking for you today, man. <laughs> You're a little slow today, bro. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm about to throw y'all for a real loop on this one. See if we can get this one. All right, here we go. I like this one.
Barbara got her fingers on that on that phone right now. She's like, <laughs> um, now, now I'm gonna go back on you. If, if Tanya gets this one, we really gonna have to research. This this is a five dollar lick here. All right, here we go.
So, all right, so, uh, yeah, Tony, you had the name, but you had the group. So, it's TLC Slay Ride. So, uh, <laughs> uh-oh, I got to scratch this one. Let's see who came behind you with that, because LaVonna had the wrong name. Ah, Tanya had the right name, but she had a group. Let's see who had the right name in the group. Um, LaVonda, you no, it's not it. It's called Slay Ride. LaVonda called the song Have a Very Merry Christmas. <laughs> Black folk love to make the hook the song. They love, <laughs> if they hear the hook, that's the name of the song. That's not true. <laughs> that's the name of the song, now. So... Oh man, my bad, my bad. You right, you right, Tanya. She had the name on there too. You right. Dang. So Tanya, you got what four in a row? My bad. She had TLC Slay Ride. I just saw Slay Ride. I didn't see the TLC. You right. She said, "You better check that." <laughs> Dang. Just stop playing with me, okay? So Tanya got ten, 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 and a she got thirty-five. Mark said he boycotted Tanya can't play no more. You can't play no more, Tanya. First of all, I got to research Tanya at the end of the call and make sure there is a Tanya. Is that somebody, you know, this might be, you know, I don't know, Babyface or somebody naming all the songs. Uh, all right, so we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to do one more to see if we can wrap see if I can see to be in here. Let's do another Christmas song. We we'll end with that. All right, this should be easy here.